Creation Care Podcast. I'm your host, C.T. Anderson. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at C.T. Creation Care, or you can send me an email at letsconnect at creationcareworldwide.com. That's right. My email address is letsconnect at creationcareworldwide.com. So excited to be back. It is uh, Women's History Month. And um, you'll hear this podcast on International Women's Day. So I'm really excited to talk about what that means, talk about the strong women that have had a result, uh, an impact on my life, um, and also share some wonderful stories. Again, the Creation Care Podcast is a movement. It is a movement to share how small people, the regular people, everyone around the world can have a positive impact in the things that you do. You don't have to have a lot of money. Um, You don't have to uh, be the head of an organization, but everyone can have an impact around the world, including those of us who happen to have a very strong religious background who may not be seen as those that are giving back and giving it back out loud, partially because of the humility that we've learned or that we've been taught as a result of our religion. So Creation Care hopes to bring all of those who have typically been left out of the discussion or not being acknowledged or I want to acknowledge those people who are uh, maybe left of a right of center in terms of your political beliefs or your um, your social beliefs the creation care movement is for you you too can be a part of the environmental and social impact that is so needed in the world today Um, at the time of this recording coronavirus is something that we hear in the news all the time So I'm gonna talk a little bit about that and health and how we can all take care of ourselves. Um, I got some great notes from my own physician here, and so I'll share that as well. Um, But I wanna take this time to kind of frame up what creation care means and the lens that we will share for the rest of 2020. I'm so grateful to be able to have launched this movement um, last month. Um, I'm so grateful for the folks who have been guests of mine people who have given feedback. I've gotten great feedback. People say, CT, this is pretty cool. Um, I'm excited. Some people are like, okay, what exactly can I do? So I'm going to hold my feet to the fire. Please keep me honest. I'm going to try and um, leave everyone with a call to action at the end of each episode. Um, And so if you um, are listening to this and you know of an organization or a person in your community that is doing great things, Um, and you believe that they would be great to share their story with others, send me an email. Again, C.T. Anderson. Um, You can send me an email at letsconnect at creationcareworldwide.com. Thanks so much. Um, If you've listened to me before, you've heard me talk about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which are 17 lofty goals to basically heal the world. That's my word. Um, They actually say, 17 Sustainable Development Goals to Transform Our World. Um, You may also hear someone call them SDGs for short. And so today I'll be talking with my good friend Amanda Powell. Amanda and I met um, here in Charlotte years ago. She now lives in Tennessee. And um, for some of you who aren't local or who aren't um, in the U.S., we recently had some tornadoes here that were devastating to the city of Nashville. And so um, I think that for the purpose of this discussion, the framework will be around um, industry, innovation, and infrastructure, which is sustainable development goal number nine. 
goal number 11, sustainable cities and communities, and maybe goal number 10, reduced inequality, access to affordable housing. Um, because when a, a, a community is impacted by a natural disaster or a climate-related hazard, um, oftentimes they may not have the resiliency or um, systems in place to build back very quickly. Oftentimes, natural disasters impact those who are in poor communities um, than, more than others. And so there are many, many um, articles that I will share or just tips that I've been able to find about how um, earthquakes, hurricanes, and natural disasters, how they impact both the rich and poor in life, but the impact for those who are poor um, often are hit differently as they may not have they um, have um, access to all of the resources that those who are, are more wealthy have. Hi, this is C.T. Anderson again, and thanks so much. Today's ep episode is sponsored by Tuyu Laundry. Tuyu Laundry is the new way to do laundry and dry cleaning. Now, with the simple text, you can have your dirty clothes picked up from right outside your front door, cleaned to your exact preferences, and returned in one business day. Perfectly cleaned and folded. TuyuLaundry.com And Amanda, if you could please uh, introduce yourself for our listeners, that would be great. Uh, thank you, CT, uh, first of all, for facilitating this conversation. Um, I'm so excited to get some some good words out there about the um, greater Nashville area and what we're kind of triaging and trying to get done right now um, concerning relief efforts for everyone affected by the incredible storms that came through here. Um, like CT said, I'm Amanda Powell. Um, I live in the Nashville area, um, just south of Nashville, actually, in Franklin. Um, our area wasn't impacted um, nearly as um, as much as the North Nashville, East Nashville, and then the um, Mount Julia Donaldson um, areas um, as the tornado moved um, 60 miles, eight football fields wide, 60 miles from west to east, um, early, early um, morning hours of March 3rd. So um, I'm just trying to do what I can to help bring relief to those areas most impacted um, in whatever way I can. Um, and however you'd like to discuss SET, let's do it. All right, cool beans. Well, you told me a cool story yesterday that I'd love for you to just share again on how you were uh, getting ready in the morning and you were listening to NPR yes. and you were compelled to get involved. If you could share yes. that, that would be great. Sure. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty early. Um, Thursday morning, I um, or Friday morning, excuse me, I um, was getting ready, you know, I've got my speakers going with the news, um, and I hear the story from a resident in the North National community, um, which is one of the more uh, lower incomes, um, very diverse um, areas of our city, and she was she was being interviewed on the street. Um, she had lost her home, um, and I'm, I'm, I hate that I don't recall her name, um, but basically, the the mayor and some councilmen had done um, some tours of the devastation the day before, 
And she was really, really hurt and upset that, you know, they had a strong coalition to elect some of our local officials. And most of them just didn't even get out of the car. And, you know, now when you say most of them, sorry to interrupt, the elected officials didn't get out the car when they visited these areas that were impacted by the tornado. Correct. Correct. Um, And she was, she was like, no, we, we rallied behind you. We, because we had an election not that long ago. And we just, we really want to see, um, see where everyone is like you know nationals in the news we see volunteers we see you know truckloads of donations and people with chainsaws cutting down trees and 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 all this activity is going on but our neighborhood is being forgotten and um and this before i moved to Nashville, there were some storms about 20 years ago and they had also been affected by by those and didn't get a lot of love a lot of attention a lot of supplies donated and she she basically had this really really heartfelt emotional cry for help, and she was like, "Where are you? Where is everyone? Help help our neighborhood, help this mm-hmm. community." So I just reached out to um, a local group of people um, that I know here in Nashville, um, and just sent out a, a call to action, a call to help. Um, I looked into organizations that were specific to that area that were trying to to bring some awareness and supplies and just boots on the ground. And I got some volunteers together. Um, we're actually going out in just a little while to to make a big drop off and and help with some cleanup and canvassing. And um, then I reached out to my greater community, my my Charlotte people, my Atlanta people, <laughs> um, just family friends, and saying, "Hey guys, I know y- y'all aren't here physically, but what can you do to help in whatever way you can um, to support this, this village, these these beautiful people in this area?" Um, I'm going to do a big Costco run, um, and anything you can do to help, let's 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 bring everybody together. And just the outpouring was overwhelming and so humbling, and just the love and and need to really really support their greater community just just was incredible. So um, the Costco haul, I need I needed volunteers that night at Costco, right? <laughs> to physically just push the pallets and the buggies full of items. Um, lanterns, batteries, um, basic, you know, hygiene items, deodorant, tampons, uh, diapers, um, contact solutions, you know, things we don't really think about that this area hadn't received a lot of, um, a lot of donations for. So um, we have had this incredible haul um, where donations are still coming in and we're um, coordinating where those need to go in the North Nashville area. Um, And the organization that um, is, physically there on the ground and helping on the daily is an organization called Gideon's Army United. Um, and they um, currently they're working to organize um, pre-legal assistance. They've set up some mobile units that have internet to help people um, find out, you know, if they have insurance, how to file a claim. Um, mm-hmm. If they don't, like, how does FEMA help me? I mean, there's a really small window to apply for these aids and just basic thing. I mean, I don't know how to do this. The, right. the average person hopefully will never go through a disaster that they'll need to know how to do this. So um, just just getting assistance outside of the basic needs of food, clothing, shelter. What else do we do? How else can we service the community so that um, hopefully there aren't organizations or people coming in trying to buy out their property and um and take advantage um, of the situation in, you know, furthering development and pushing the locals out of their neighborhood because they may or may not understand what options they have to rebuild or to relocate or to, um, you know, keep themselves established in the neighborhood that they love 
um, and, and we're just trying to to support those organizations that know a know the people in the neighborhood, b know how to get the resources to them, and then c just be there physically to canvas the neighborhood or um, you know cut down a tree that's in the way of someone getting to work. Uh, mm -hmm. Just 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 basic triage needs. Uh, and I, I'm so happy that you know, Gideon's Army is partnered with Hands On Nashville, um, and basically Hands On Nashville is a ground zero for, for volunteers. So all of the the grassroots, um, all of the local neighborhood oriented, um, and, and, and even like United Way and Red Cross, everyone goes to Hands On Nashville, Hands On Nashville triages schedules, you know, organizes how many people are needed where and really distributes the, the boots on the ground. Um, and then of course the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee has been incredible. Um, with distributing funds that come through, um, locating blood donation buses. Um, Those are the three kind of main organizations that are really, really helping um, and organizing people and organizing the funds that are coming in because people want to help. Um, there's, there's some donations, CG, uh, some donation centers that have had to close today. Because and have spent so much. Because they're so, I mean, it's filling out of the wall. So they're you know, hey, go to, go to this suburb, uh, drop off at this YMCA, and they'll bring it to us on Monday when we've, you know, made room. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's incredible to see. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing after such a horrible disaster. Um, and I appreciate you taking the, the time to use your platform to highlight how and where people can, can be of service. Okay, so I didn't do much. So thank you for that. But here's the thing. This, one of the reasons that I started this podcast is because I, I know people like you. I'm surrounded by people every day who are, let's just be honest, we're privileged. Mm -hmm. um, you said mm -hmm. that you, you live in an area that wasn't as impacted. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned an area where folks have, you know, maybe they live below the area median income for Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, when you say diverse, is it mostly black? Is it mostly Latino? It's mostly a black neighborhood, yes. Right. So you mm -hmm. are not black, which we don't need to point Correct. that out, but I'm just pointing out for the po point of the readers to let people know that you don't have to look like the people that you're helping. Correct. We can help Absolutely. our brothers and sisters all over no matter what they look like. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so that's one of the main reasons that I well, there's so many reasons why I wanted to have this conversation. <laughs> um, but you and I, when we first connected, we realized that we grew up so very differently. Um, yes. You being a white girl from the South, me being a black girl from the Midwest. And yet we connected on just the love of humanity. Yes, yes. Um, and that's really the essence of why I started Creation Care, because I think that in the time where we're so divided around the world, we forget mm -hmm. that. We forget mm -hmm. that at the other side of whatever issue it is, a natural disaster in this case, they're just another human being, another person who, like you said, they may not know how to fill out the forms because their house has a tree through it, you know? Absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for that. And I was really excited because you sent that, that group text for folks in Charlotte. And I'm like, I don't even know these places in Nashville, but I know Amanda, <laughs> so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give. Oh, thank and, you, uh, thank you, and and I'm so I'm I feel so honored to have been entrusted with uh be, with being a vessel to help people because you're right you don't know where you know Lee's Chapel is where where is this neighborhood she's even talking about to help 
Um, so I'm just so thankful that um, the greater village that I'm a part of trusted me with their either financial contributions or spreading the word in, in a positive and correct way so that um, more help can go to the areas most most in need. So um, I'm, I'm thankful for y'all. Thank you so much. And, and keep it coming, guys. Don't don't just because the news cycle has a pivot. Don't don't let that um, push the people that uh that really need us out of your mind because rebuilding takes a long time. Um, you know, there's contractors, I, I'm in the architectural community, so um, there's different uh, organizations um, I'm sure that I'll get involved with down the road just for like physically rebuilding and designing these structures so that they're better equipped for when these storms will probably happen again um, to some extent. So um, there's different ways to help right now to triage what's going on and there are certainly ways to help um, continuing in the future so that um, these people that are in most need aren't forgotten and um, don't fall through any type of, of crack in any way and um, can truly rebuild and stay where they are. That's awesome. And have you been able, when you did the Costco run, I'm not going to lie, you mm -hmm. sent in the text and it, it didn't come at a good time for my personal budget. So I gave what I could. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like my heart is bigger than my wallet today. Yeah. <laughs> I would just love to know, because there were so many people, I'm sure, you, like you said, you're getting so much stuff. Were you mm -hmm. actually there to deliver the items? Did you see how the people were impacted? Yes. Uh, so we're making another run today um, because my car, it's, okay, I have a three-row SUV, all the seats down. It's full to the ceiling. My 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 passenger seat is just full enough to where I can see out the window. <laughs> so it's um we are and then we had another car load um full in addition to that. So um we're making another run today. Um we got more funds than we could physically spend to load the car. So um we'll do another drop off today and then replenish whatever is most needed today because those do, needs do change by the day. Mm -hmm. Um so um, yeah, it's there's a line of people um, in the they have like a drop off area. There's literally a human chain of people unloading boxes to the door. Um, it's incredible to see just hands like hand touching hands, shoulder touching shoulder, people moving items, and then inside. Um, the great thing about um, Gideon's Army, um, their kind of setup is they send canvassers out door to door to make a list of the the needs. A house, household by household, and then That's they awesome. come back to the distribution center, load up packages, and then redistribute those. Um, so people aren't getting, you know, if I don't have an infant, I don't need diapers. You right. know, if there's no females in the house, we don't need tampons. Right. So there's, um, it's the actual needs are getting to the actual people. Like, it's it's so incredible. Um, it's it's awe inspiring to see how much how much how many donations they can move, just physically move out into the community. Um, and that's hopefully something that we can help um, facilitate with um, the contributions still coming in and then um, knowing live kind of, you know, all right, guys, we have enough bottled water. Now we really need baby wipes. Right. Um, so it's um, hopefully will help to facilitate those, those critical need items um, right now until things can kind of settle down. This is interesting. I love when the community comes together. It's sad that it takes yes. sometimes a hazard for that to happen. Absolutely. So hopefully can keep this momentum going. I have a question that's not really related, but it's in the news a lot, and I talked about it earlier, which is the coronavirus. Oh. Has anybody <laughs> brought that up in the sense of what you guys are all doing together right now? 
Um, you know, there were a couple of moments um, specifically going through Costco because I know they're having, um, and I don't mean to like plug Costco. If there are any other places y'all want us to go to, please, please let us know. But um, it's just an easy bulk item location. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of, um, you know, limits on toilet paper, paper towels, bottled water, cleaning supplies, just because so many people are having that knee-jerk scare reaction and they want to go out and buy. So um, <laughs> right. we've had to, all volunteers that have come to Costco, you know, they've brought their own Costco cards to make sure um, we can, you know, correctly get the right amount without deplenishing supply, but then also let people know, hey, this isn't a knee-jerk scare reaction, scare reaction to corona. This is to help people who, like, do not have a roof who are in a shelter or whatever situation right. for the tornado relief. So um, that is that's kind of what I've seen with my own eyes um, in the Nashville area. There's a lot of the cleanup. Um, we need to be masked to wear uh, like like some sort of ventilation mask of some kind to help um, some of these older homes like built in the 20s and 30s when asbestos was kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. So um, there are a lot of um, just rebuild supplies that are running kind of scarce because of people um, buying things um, maybe unnecessarily for the coronavirus. Um, Mm -hmm. I am in no way a healthcare expert. (laughs) I'm just designed the hospital, but I don't know a lot about the (laughs) the people that were there. Um, So all I know is um, as it it pertains to the tornado relief, there are a lot of overlapping things that people are purchasing in bulk that are needed um, immediately elsewhere. So um, that's what I've noticed um, personally. Okay, cool. Now you, you, you've mentioned this, this warehouse company. So I have a card there. If I go online and buy something, can I have it ready for y'all to pick up there? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, let, I will follow up with you. Um, okay. I'm not sure. I, I know some organizations have Amazon lists because um, some supplies are a little more um, readily available via Amazon. Okay. Um, but I know that that puts a lot of trucks on the ground, which are kind of hard um, just because there's like physical blockage of roads because of debris. So a lot of deliveries are kind of difficult. So um, as long as those Amazon lists are being um, the there's a lot of care taken to the donation locations once those items are purchased. Um, that would be smart. But um, I'll, I've just been going through Gideon's Army, so they haven't had that set up yet. Okay. Um, but that's a great question. It's a great question. Because that way, if you can pick it up and you can determine how it gets delivered. Right, um, right. That fits within, I'm being selfish, CT's budget for the month. I can say, okay, right. I'm going <laughs> to eat less of this and do less of that, and I'll use part of my food budget to go to these folks, you know? Right, right. Um, and and as, as far as like the reuse, recycle, not adding to the footprint, um, because there is a lot of uh, packaging in some of these items. So like cost, what, one thing I appreciate about Costco is you buy a package of gloves, you've got like 4,000 gloves in one box and you're right. not delivering a box of, you know, 10 gloves. And then you've got all of this packaging that's being, um, uh, being it's, you know, adding to the debris pile unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so I, I thought that might be a better um, avenue to deliver multiple items without having um, additional waste added to the already like mountains of waste on the side of the roads in this area. Okay, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to definitely put Gideon's Army United into the show notes. Hands on Nashville. And you mentioned another one, Lee's Chapel. That's the local church. 
Uh, Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee um, is a okay. good one if you want to make a financial contribution, and they distribute to the local organizations. Um, Lee's Chapel AME Church is kind of the ground zero for Gideon's armies. Um, so volunteers start in that location. They are given their marching orders, and they kind of you know disperse from that area. Um, it's closer, just geographically, it's a good spot because you exit the interstate and the chapel is right by the interstate. So you don't have to drive through the destruction paths um, to get to people. So um, Lee's, uh, Lee's Chapel is kind of their staging location, if you will, for volunteers. Um, Got it. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I just want you, so you know, if somebody ever calls you, I went through Gideon's Army United because that was the first one you put on the group text. Right. And I just put in honor of Amanda Powell. So they're probably like, I don't know Aww. who that is, but that's, <laughs> how, that's how you got my money. <laughs> uh, we, we appreciate you, CT. Thank you. Uh, so hopefully we can get some more um, highlight this and get some more donations flowing. Maybe somebody's listening and they're local to Tennessee, they're local to Nashville, they're local to the area, and they can offer some some support. You just never know. Um, I have folks never listening know. as far as Australia, so you never know how people want to help. Um, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity. I'm, it's unfortunate that the reason that we're talking is because of a natural disaster. Um, but I'm 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 proud to know you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can be like, yeah, I know her. Um, <laughs> Likewise, because <laughs> you just you just live it every day. I mean, like you say, you're just getting dressed and you heard this woman. You're like, yeah, where are the politicians? It, and it's not like we're saying negative things about them. These are all facts. But right. you don't have to be a politician. You're not an elected official, and you just you know you handled it. I have I I don't live anywhere near there, and I you know I did what I could. So that's right. We've got to do uh, what we can with what we have where we are. Precisely. I'm sure someone way cooler than me said that, and I've just been like repeating it, but I just, I love that. It just speaks directly to what you can do where you are. So um, keep, just keep it flowing. Keep the love, the love is contagious. Generosity is contagious. Um, And like you said, it's unfortunate that it took a disaster like this to to bring the awareness to bring us together for this conversation um but i'm but i'm happy that that this is the result um and not something um just furthering the devastation so um thank you for being a vessel to to further this this narrative thank you so much oh awesome this is awesome i appreciate it well you know the once a year text that you get for me on your birthday is coming up so um <laughs> we're within the week <laughs> within the week so I'm like okay good now we can have like a, a, a quote unquote normal conversation yes. <laughs> uh, and remind ourselves that we don't have to wait till once a year to, to connect yes yes thank you thank you all right my friend love you so much <laughs> love you CT thank you and uh, kiss all the wonderful people there uh, and uh, be safe thank you you as well thank you all right have a good one you too bye 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 so I also like to bring a call to action each time that I highlight um, a story and so you heard Amanda talk about the different organizations so one organization that you can give to is Gideon's Army Gideon's Army is a community-based grassroots organization that works to design programs based on interpretations, pardon me, of the theory of restorative justice. 
So it is currently the only local organization in Nashville that focuses solely on dismantling the school-to-prison pipeline through social activism by children in the prison pipeline, their families, and their community. Very good work. Amanda's been working with them as they try to help the community get back on its feet after the tornadoes that hit Nashville. I myself have donated to them as a result of her um, activism and her um, sharing with our with our friends in the group chat. So that's one organization if you'd like to help out that you can um, donate to. Again, it's Gideon's Army, and their website is gideonsarmyunited.org. I'll also put it in the show notes. Another organization, if you'd like to help out, is called Hands on Nashville. And the mission of Hands on Nashville is to meet community needs through volunteerism. According to their website, it all started with one Nashvillian's desire to find meaningful ways for people to volunteer. So I think that's great. And they have one of my favorite quotes, which is relevant to the movement that we started here with Creation Care, which is a quote by Margaret Mead. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. So if you're interested in helping out for the tornadoes that have impacted our um, brothers and sisters in Nashville, Tennessee, here in the southeast of the United States, you can go to hon.org, and HON stands for Hands on Nashville. Again, another organization to help support those in need as they rebuild after a natural disaster. Thank you.